On today's episode of the Ron Marinaccio Club podcast, we discuss and finalize the trade deadline, talk about the current state of the New York Yankees, recap the previous series against the Mariners, and look forward to this series against the St. Louis Cardinals. Finally, we're all live, we're in person, we're together, and we are watching the Yankees take on the Cardinals, and I don't know if it's just the history between these two teams, but this is awesome to watch. Yeah, here we are reporting live from the Rolling Hills of Port Washington, New York, and it is really nice to be back. And I agree, honestly, the, the second I turned this t- uh, you know, my TV on today, it's on Amazon Prime, which we can get into in a bit, I don't really love that it's there, but uh, the second I, I came on to see this, it felt right. You know, the, the snow white of the Cardinals and the Yankees road grays, Everything about it's exciting. You got Hall of Famers in here. You got Goldschmidt. You got Molina. You got Wainwright on Sunday. Pool host. Uh, pool host. Judge. It's it's just an awesome lineup Arenado. here. Um, and of course Marinaccio. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You can't forget you know, about it's, him. It's really a, it's a special weekend. I'm excited. I think it'll be great baseball. Yeah, and this this stadium it just looks absolutely beautiful. You got the arch in the background. You got the whole city in the background. The only other city I can think of with a backdrop like that off the top of my head is Comerica Park, and we all know. Detroit is probably half the city that St. Louis is, but nevertheless, well, there's a few other. Yeah, Pittsburgh's got yeah, nice. Pittsburgh's yeah, got the yeah. backdrop, but I'm, just, I'm saying like the immediate Ooh. buildings in the backdrop. You don't really get that with too many stadiums. St. Louis is one of them, and with the iconic arch, it's just a beautiful ballpark. It's filled up, and this should be a fun series. Yeah, and I think like while it's fun, I think that these games are important now. Like this team is not playing its best baseball, and like, like this could be a fun, cool, historic series or whatever. But they need to, they need to win games. Yeah, no. The last uh, in the month of July, they were five hundred playing five hundred baseball. They went thirteen and thirteen. Not a good month for the Yankees. I really think the problem is the starting pitcher, starting pitching. Yeah. What What do you guys assess was the problem with the Yankees? I, I think it's been a couple of things. I think starting pitching one, but two. I think for you know, as we followed last season, it's runners in scoring position again. The beginning of this year, you had your reliables. You had DJ, you had Judge, um, and guys throughout the rest of the lineup were really filling in those holes. I thought Stanton was actually pretty good with, you know, runners in scoring position this season. And that's really fallen off lately. I feel a lot of times I could think about, you know, specific. It all comes back to that Red Sox game. When we lost in extra innings, we had bases loaded in the ninth, bases loaded in the oh, tenth. Oh, that was a brutal Right, I think that that was kind of the start of it. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe the Red Series. Yeah, but we didn't have those the opportunities like that. That We just sucked in the Red Series. Yeah, that sucked, Red Sox yeah. series, although we were able to take the next two games, right? No, we lost that series. Oh, right. We, yeah, were we won. That was yeah. against home. Was it, we lost. A, was it a split or was it a loss? It, it might have been a, a split. It was a four-game, two-way yeah. split. Yeah, but, but the thing is, when before the break... We had them, and then we beat them, you know, 11-2 in the, to end the game, two series. We outscored them 27-3. But I think that was more a product of the Red Sox being in a horrific slump than us really coming into our own because there are other teams crushing them, too. So I think, honestly, I can highlight a bunch of series, but, you know, against the Mets, there were multiple points where we had a lot of opportunities. And against the Mariners, we were there. We had base loaded to end the game um, and not competitive at bat. I understand it's hard to come off the bench, but you got to be competitive. So... I think it's been those two things. I also think, you know, the trade line emotionally has messed with the team as well. There's some big guys like Montgomery, who was, you know, a core part of that rotation, even though it maybe wasn't the best. We know that they were a close group. He's out the door. You got Ben and Teddy rolling in. You know, you got a lot of movement going on. I think, I think August and July could be a tough month for, for clubs who were that hot in the beginning. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll get into that Monty situation a lot 
today, I think that's probably where we're where we're gonna start. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's three one right now um, in this game. Nestor looked okay, You're only good. one hit, yeah. but surprising. Four walks. Um, so don't see that too often. Um, but this would be a good way to, to kick off the weekend. So let's get into it. Obviously, the big names that we acquired on the trade deadline were Frankie Montas, um, Scott Efros, Luke Trevino, I guess, and Ben Attendee. We'll get into Ben Attendee later. I do think it's important, though, that although we got some big-name additions, there are some big names that we weren't able to get, specifically Pablo Lopez. Yeah, I'll go in on Pablo Lopez here. He's pitched very well for the, for the Marlins this year. I know the one time I saw him was against the Mets. He gave up, like, Three to five runs in the yeah, first. Yeah, really bad outing. But I think that was, really good. Good. Yeah. That was also a very good pitcher. No yeah. Thing. Um, the Yankees seemed like they were on the doorstep of that trade. It was reported right before the trade deadline by Heyman that the Yankees were in deep talks with the Marlins for Pablo Lopez, and then nothing happened there. And then the other day, um, or I think it was yesterday, the, it came out that um, that the Yankees and Marlins had agreed on a trade, but the Marlins' ownership of the last second. Pulled the plug on that deal. Yeah, so this isn't confirmed, but this is what I heard. Um, Craig Carton was talking about it on on the radio. They had Cashman, who like didn't didn't deny it. Also, was that basically this Montgomery trade was a companion trade, meaning that it would be Montgomery for Bader, and that would be straight up. But on the other side of it, you would have Hicks for Lopez, and that also would have been straight up. I don't know, maybe another prospect. Whatever, there would have had to have been prospect. Whatever it is, the Yankees would have obviously gotten Lopez for Hicks and apparently the trade was you know everything was good um up until 559 when the Marlins ownership like you said pulled out so I mean it's frustrating if that is true it's also got to be like a really demoralizing feeling for Aaron Hicks um but I feel like you know like we see these struggles with the rotation like that name Pablo Lopez really could have been a big factor yeah I mean now we have Domingo Herman as our number five starter, and he, look, he he hasn't paid him pitch much last year. I think it was. Um, did he pitch at all last year? No, he was like in. Yeah, he was, he was like he was not like, allowed to play. Yeah, he yeah. Was suspended, and then he got hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have Domingo Herman as our fifth starter now. Sure, the fifth guy wouldn't be pitching in the postseason, but Jameson Tyone has not been good. So. As of late, and that's our number four starter. He's gonna have to play playoff games. Yeah, and the reality is, we're I mean, we're, we're looking down in October where you know you got Garrett Cole, who was historically for the Yankees, we know not been good in October. That's their, that's your ace, uh, and that all obviously can change. But Garrett Cole's your one, and then you have Nestor, who is completely untested in the postseason, and then Frankie Montas, who we haven't even seen in pinstripes yet, and then Tyone Stick. It's, it's like it's very hard to feel good about the pitching. Um, I think historically it's been hard for us in the past, you know, starting 2017 season with the new regime, been hard to feel great about the pitching. So it's kind of a story of old, but I will, what I will say is, is about pitching is, is this, you know, if you, I read a, a stat the other day, basically that Andy Pettit in his, you know, in the world series years, there was one season, I think it was 98, the super team. He gave up more than five runs seven times that season, right? He had like a 3.5 ERA in the postseason. He gave up two runs. So 
all these guys, no one's going to care about how the regular season went. Like, Garrett Cole giving up six runs in the first inning to the Mariners. No one's going to care if in, you know, game six of the ALCS, he goes seven innings and doesn't give up a run to the Astros. No one would care. So. Uh, I kind of care. I mean, we're paying this guy $330 million. Like, we paid him for championships, not yeah, ERA. We, yeah, yeah, well, he hasn't done anything. Right, but I'm yeah. just saying, the point is that... It's, it's, a, it's a big if. That's, it's a that's big what you're saying. Of, it's a big the if. The point is that legacy of the, of the regular season will mean very little unless it continues on to the postseason. Yeah. I mean, we talked about the trade deadline in every episode that we've had. It's finally over. Um, I just thought that that was really shocking news, a weird news. It wasn't even a a miss. miss. We did everything. It was lined up. It's not like we lost Monty. It should have been like a trigger trade. Like the second that hit, the Monty trade hit. I don't know how it would be like, you know, how trading works. It doesn't really, these are like, why would they not even sign like a contract or anything? It's kind of weird that we're just like, you know, good, good agreement. Hey, we're going to trade him right now. Just we're depending on you. I I, I heard that it wasn't a companion trade. I don't remember where I saw it, but apparently that trade did not affect the Montgomery. Well, that's what they're saying. Well, of course it did. They didn't, they would never just give away Montgomery for a center fielder that's not going to play Who would be playing center fielder the rest of the season? I guess Judge. No, if we lost Hicks. If we lost Hicks? Yeah, I guess Judge and then... Bader takes over. Bader takes over. No, but Carpenter will play right. Yeah. Yeah. Or Carpenter and Stan. Yeah, whatever it was. Uh, Not that important. Well, I feel bad for Monty. I mean, I know he wasn't as successful as he would like to be or as we would like to have been. But I mean, he he was on, he was on like a Barstool podcast that afternoon, like talking about like the team and like, and then like to just have that happen. Like, I literally got blindsided. Like I, I obviously think, these trades happen. I like, think it's a really. I think it's sad, and I feel do feel bad. But I was listening to a Matt Carpenter interview today, and he was just talking about how he was kind of hyping up Monty. You know, Cardinals are a great organization. They have an awesome. They have probably one of the nicer fan bases in the league. Midwestern people are a lot nicer than uh, Boston people, for example. New Yorkers and New yeah, Yorkers, right. And you know, and and. He's going to be okay. I really, honestly, this is a business. I know that it's a We all know it's a business, and it's easy to say that. And honestly, unless you're like a superstar, like a judge, you know, uh, someone like that who knows they're going to have their own say, shit happens. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's sad, and I hate to say it, but... He just proposed to his wife at Yankee Stadium. No, it's... I'm it's not sad. saying yeah, it's yeah, good. It's I'm not sad, saying it's good. I'm just saying you, you can only be so mad at everyone involved because... You know the Yankees are thinking about how they can better the club. They're really not thinking about the fact they had your proposal. I, I, I just think that's a, a really hard stance to take. All I'm just saying is that you have to think about this realistically and think about the fact that he was underperforming this year, and they seem to see value in not having him on their roster. I think it's an irresponsible trade. Yeah, I, I it, to me makes no sense. It, it like would you really want him starting in the postseason? It doesn't even matter. I don't know if he would start in the postseason. But you just reason. gave him up for someone who's like. Not who can't play until September. But, that's what, in the, but we have a full year of control next year. He's a young guy, and he's a solid hitter and an amazing defender. He's not player. really a solid hitter. He can't really hit. Yeah, that's great. He's, yeah. He's, and has Hicks hit? Zero power. Hicks is a No, but, the whole, but, the, exactly, but the whole but, point but, is that yeah, Hicks is supposed upgrade. to be gone. Okay, so well, how can we do anything about that now? It's just irresponsible that we didn't make I that other trade happen. I, I completely True, I would have prioritized getting the other trade done first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, why did we not? That's a good question. Why did we not just pull out of the, the why? Why would they submit the the Monty trade before they knew that they were getting Pablo? Kind of makes zero sense. I, yeah, I don't know how it all works, but yeah, I agree. All right, so that's it. Trade deadline. We got our Let's new guys. On, we don't was, have guys who we wanted. But I was distracted for three days. Now I don't feel like checking Twitter every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, now uh, you know. 
The Jets Us are signed at Bray. just had a filthy 100-mile-per-hour sinker for a strikeout. But now it's a big spot. So yeah. It's a big spot. Two outs, first and third. Arenado picked a base hit after I think it was uh, Goldschmidt. Is, um, yeah, his team's runner. good. And they have young talent. They have veteran it's talent. They have those, like, those Hall of Fame guys like we talked about. Yeah. Um, but before we talk about this series, let's let's dive, dive back into the series against the Mariners. It was overall just like a really frustrating, ugly series. Yeah. Game one was great. Hit four home two. runs, easiest know. game, no problem. We get there, same fucking shit happens. Tyone on the mound, we barely sit down, <laughs> and it's four nothing in a blink. I, yeah. Honestly, the first game I saw it, I said, "Wow, okay, yeah, the boys look good. Let's sweep these guys. They're nothing special." Um, and it really felt like that. And Tyone's just been unreliable on the mound this year, especially at home. I feel like he's really not been. So Ever since he flirted with that perfect game, he's been really. <laughs> he's good really, on the road. I mean, just. I don't know. It's just really weird to me that like he's I mean, giving that, up the long ball so easily. That's Suarez from Russo. Is absolutely Suarez twice in a row in the first inning, and then he took Cole deep also against Cole. He took him three. Oh three yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean he, yeah, Tyon didn't look. But the, the I think the frustrating thing about that was that the bats were semi hot. You know, we scored six runs in that game. There are very little times where this team's going to score six runs and we're going to lose games. I I think the managing was horrible in that game. I think leaving Letke out for 12 outs or whatever the hell he did was ridiculous. He, he came in with one out to go in the, I believe it was the fifth, and then pitched the whole six, and then came up for the seventh to give up a home run, like the first pitch of the inning. Uh, uh, one run single for Tyler on the only for your, uh, game. Your prediction yeah, about it, yeah, you had to switch that up. Yeah. Um, and then you had, you know, this this matinee matchup between Castillo and Cole. It's supposed to be like this awesome pitching duel. <laughs> Castillo back in the Bronx. Cole trying to prove a point that he's the ace, and he gives up six runs in the first inning. That's absolutely atrocious stuff. I mean. The one to Kalnick, that was a good pitch. It was a good, good hit. By he Kalnick. just Kalnick has OPS plus of thirty four, right? I mean, it was bo- it was the a, worst hitters. It was, a, it was a pitch below the zone, and he just got he did a Devers golf swing on it. Here's the reality: out, is that I, I think honestly, like I know he retired almost everyone after that and such. Blah, who blah, cares? Blah. I guess it's it. damn who cares? Gone. You're the ace. You can't do that. Like, like maybe you give up a home run that really sucks. You cannot give up six yeah, in the first yeah. inning. That is so ridiculous. You give like up a home run, okay, three run home run. It sucks, good. but settle go. down. Like yeah. you cannot continue to just fall. Yeah, and I was looking to the dugout like, yeah. help me. I don't know what's going. You got to settle in. You're getting paid three hundred thirty million dollars. Know what the hell to do. I mean, he made I it's it's a, it's a it's a it's it's been a theme with Cole this year. He'll pitch like five great innings and then one innings. Put somewhere and in Marthy there. Marthy was doing that too. Yeah, put somewhere in there. It's like five runs. Yeah, but this r- can't be a pattern because we're paying it's, this guy so much money. I agree Scherzer, with you. Scherzer, Degrom, like these guys don't do that. Yeah. They don't. They don't get rocked for six runs in an inning. No one does that. No. I mean, that's like well, that's, we did it. That doesn't happen. Really. Yeah, absolutely. But, but then he shut us down for this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I don't know. It was it was definitely frustrating to see Castillo play very well, but at the same time, we didn't want to give a ball be yeah. a hanky bomb though. Yeah, so I think just some highlights from from that. I I wonder if the poor I can't use the sentence excuse really, but if the poor pitching performances from Tyon and Cole stem from the Monty news. I think Maybe that Tyone, group, that group was Cole, so I don't think Cole is friends with that many guys in this hat. I don't, I don't know. That that rotation was really close. That rotation was very close. Yeah. And and you see Cole, he's always hanging out with Carpenter. Or Donald's it is weird bench. because and also you know her mom's not gelled with that group like they were before. It's very weird. I don't, yeah, I don't even ever see 
Domingo and I mean, Pedro. He's probably talking that about went from a five. That basically, you know, there was a five a five man rotation that was like loved each other with Sevi and Monty in the mix, and now they look around. It's it's you know three of them. As I mean, Scott Efros comes in for a second outing. I wasn't saying that as a. What is it, Doc? He's probably hanging with the Hispanic guys. Probably. I mean, he doesn't speak English. Who? Domingo. He doesn't speak English in the press yeah, conference. Yeah, it's him and a bunch of I can't see him hanging out with, 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 with uh, Jordan Montgomery yeah. from Sumter, South Carolina. And the <laughs> well, much. Jordan Montgomery's now hanging out with Paul DeYoung. Yeah. <laughs> um, other highlights from that series, a lot of slop, sloppy play and coaching. Obviously, Lecky on Tuesday, a lot of errors. Donaldson threw into like the dugout, it seemed like. Um a lot of outs on the bases, and it's continued in this game also, um, and leaving runners on base. Yeah, I, I think honestly for me, what angered me the most in the eighth X game, game two, was the managing. I I really thought it was so poorly managed. Bringing in Latouge was simply terrible, and then the idea to bring in Tim Locastro. Honestly, I know that we're going to talk about the fact that he's a good pinch runner and everything, and I get that. But at the same time, what did it result in? He never stole a bag. That's the first thing I understand. He was sent, but he he wasn't sent. On a good pitch. Okay, you should have had your guy taken if you really wanted to send him. He was never sent. And then what wound up happening was he his lineup spot comes up, and who do you replace? Matt Carpenter. So he said, you have bases loaded down two, and you have to bring in Glaber Torres off the bench against a guy if it, you know, chucking 100. Honestly, I think if you left Matt Carpenter in there, it would have not been the fastest guy on the bases, but I, I, I hated every single part of that. And also, you know, the opportunities, but... We had the inning where we tied it up and completely fell apart. Hicks double play. Hicks double play. He's, he's yeah. a joke. Get him off. <laughs> I mean, two things I have to point out. Latouge were not idiots. That's our nickname for McCollum Latouge. Um, and we just got a first like, look at uh, Efros on TV. We only saw him in person, so you can't really see his stuff. We need to start on those sliders. Disgusting. And that arm angle? All right, he got fired up. up. Yeah. That, those flyers. I mean, this this he's probably familiar with the Cardinals pitching with the Cubs. True, obviously, he definitely yeah. faced just them. faced them like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this is the team he's faced, and he's on the road. He doesn't have the pressure of Yankee Stadium. He looked good in that one. We just saw him one at bat, but he looked like he was throwing filthy stuff. But can I say one thing? They just gave up another run, and it Brady didn't look too good. Why did they pull Nestor? That made no sense to me. I, I don't think he had his command. Like eighty. Is it, I think it's command. He, he was firing. He had seven guys in a row retired. Yeah, be a five walks. I get it, but I, just I mean, don't like that pull. Yeah, I don't know. He had one out in the in the in the sixth with not with a uh, middle lineup up. Arenado, I think, was at the plate when he got pulled. Oh, so, he gave up a hit to Arenado. No, that was a break that no. gave up that hit. Whatever. The last thing I'll say about this Mariner series is that we need John Carlos Stanton back. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. The, it is the, the drop-off of the lineup is so much more evident than it was when he's in the lineup. I know Rizzo is doing his thing, and Judge is obviously Judge. We need that guy back. And it's, it's also affected Judge because his walks have been way up since Stanton got hurt. Now you, now you feel like you can Ooh, pitch around walks? Judge, because now yeah. you can feel like you can pitch, yeah, around, him pitch around him without that insurance. You have Rizzo coming up after him, sure. He's a guy that can get a hit, get a home run. But then after that, it's either Donaldson, Tendi, Glaber. Yeah, it's a big fall-off. It's a big fall-off. Or Carpenter, who's been great for us. I'm not saying that Carpenter is a and he's, is an easy out, but he's no John Carlos. Oh, he's Stanton. a competitive out, always. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Ben Tendi. Up to this moment, so... The at bats tonight where he's over three. He's one for twenty three, and that one was an infield single. Yeah, I, it is so frustrating when you look around the league to see all the other acquisitions making an <laughs> impact. 
and and Ben Attendee. I know this isn't the hitter he is. I, I I know it takes time and adjust to be a Yankee. At the same time, though, like it's like you're it's still baseball. I don't understand. No, I, I one it, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, one for twenty three. I agree, and I I think again, like you said, it's frustrating, especially when it's internal. You got a guy Whitmer who was hitting probably two sixty with the with the Royals, and he's a he's a very talented hitter. He goes to Toronto. He's got like six hits in his first two, two games. Mancini hit a grand slam today. I mean, it's just frustrating. Darren Ruff and Tyler Nagel. Yeah, Nagel's a guy. You need a especially for like this acquisition. It wasn't cheap for us. We gave us some good prospects. Yeah, we got great pitching prospects. Some people see. One of the guys, I forgot which one, but I think one of them, I think it was Passan tweeted, like, most people see him as, like, a middle middle rotation starter. Yeah, I, I, honestly, it's just, for me, yeah, I just think need. that it's frustrating. I, at the same time, I feel like Ben Intendi is a guy who, you know, he's not, this is the difference with Joey Gallo. He's not a cocky dick, you know, he's not going to, he, he's going to be working. I know he's grinding I don't in the cage. I Gallo's cocky. I would say I so don't cocky. Think I I don't know. I think he just owned the fact that he yeah, wasn't he, good. Yeah. You if you heard, if you I'm read not that interview, my approach. okay, but that, but I'm saying, if you that, read I'm that recent cocky. interview, that's like the least cocky. Yeah, he's coming. I'm just saying, he's. Yeah, I know that for a fact. He's not going to go in front of the meetings. I'm not changing my approach. This is who I am. I'm going to hit 200 and hit homers. No, I mean, like, okay, it worked on in Texas. It did. Uh, like he was an all star. Hit 212. Can I say something? Can I finish my point? Is that Ben Intendi's a ball player? He's he was amazing coming out of college. He did amazing things for the Red Sox. He did amazing things for the Royals. He will do good things for the Yankees. Give it a couple of weeks. It's August. As long as he plays well in October and in September, we're going to be okay. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I really don't. What was he, Razorback in college? Yeah, he was a Golden Spikes. We're best player in the country. Woo pig suey. All right. Let's get into, well, you know, State of the Union, but a Yankees edition. So basically how this is going to work, we're going to go category by category. Um, about the team, you're gonna give me a number one through ten of your level of concern. So ten is like okay. I'm freaking out. One is like everything's okay. All right. So we're gonna start with the, the description is brief. Yeah, we're gonna start with the lineup. All right, lineup. Uh, I'm gonna go with a three. I think it's really just Stanton being out is playing a huge factor in the offense right now. There's still guys that are hitting. Donaldson's gotten hot recently. Um, Lemayhu's still hitting well. There's over two right now. Judge still hitting well. Um, I'm not too concerned with the lineup right now. Yeah, for me, it's a zero, honestly. I, I I don't look at the lineup, and I'm not mad about the guys we're trying out at all. I think if you look at last year, we had some horrific lineups. I would look at my phone sometimes last year. Who the hell are these guys? He had Lil Castro starting. He had uh, you know, Velasquez. Velasquez yeah. <laughs> and, and Odor. I mean, the yeah. playoff, the, the ALCS wildcard, uh, or AL wildcard last year that I was looking at, there was multiple guys under 200. It's not a concern for me. I think it's just, it's the lineup's going to get hot again. There, we're still winning this game right now, so no, it's not a concern. Starting pitching, eight. That, I have nothing more to say. It's been terrible. I, I would agree with Nate. Doing multiple runs it's every really game. a concern. But the problem is now there's no more ways to improve the club. You got to just hope Seve comes back. That's all we can do. The yeah. only reason it's an eight because that's four out of five. The only one that's not concerning for me is Nestor Cortez. Yeah, he's, he's pretty down. I don't know, yeah. I honestly do trust him in the playoffs, too. I do oh, too. yeah. I don't think he gets nervous about anything. I think he's totally fine. He just loves he being He was swinging his leg in the All-Star game. Yeah. Relief pitching. Zero. Actually, I'm going to say it's a five for me. Yeah, right I was going to say. It's a little concerning. Hadley's been looking... They're, it was easily the best pen in baseball before the yeah. All Star break, and since the All Star break, like Holmes, a little shaky. A lot of shaky. Um, Marnaccio gave up a run. 
Whatever, he's been fine. Yeah. You look terrible. Yeah. Has not, has been Latouche is the worst pitcher in baseball. Latouche <laughs> stinks. But I will say Chapman looks good, and I, I like the fact that he looks good. Lawazio yeah. does look good. So I'd say give three to five around there. But prior, asked me a month ago, I would have said negatives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, managing, coaching. Six. Ten. Explain the ten. Explain the ten. Terrible. I'd still like the lineups. Um... I don't love the pulling of the pitching. That's really the only thing. And the base running, too, that it does fall back, back we'll on the edge that. a little bit. That's why I am over a five. But still, this team has been winning ball games. They're, they're not, like, on a losing streak or anything. So, honestly, I'm with I, I put it as a 10 because I think that my, my issue has been with this Aaron Boone administration since 2017. He should have been fired in the last year. and I, Whatever, that's in the past now. But we all know he should have been fired after last year because his managing is just not good. Um I think he handles pitching very weird. Uh, you know, especially you saw it with, um, you know, Lecky Latouche the other week, and and he left guys in way too long too. Like a great example, I think, was um, game two against Baltimore with with Cole. I understand Cole wants to go longer, but why are you trotting him out there in the seventh inning when he has 110 pitches? I don't get that yeah. at all. Preserve his arm because he says he wants to go. I understand. I that, think he's scared of him. Uh, I really I, do. honestly, but but this is my point. There was some. <laughs> A lot of decisions that don't make any sense to me. And also on the base path. I mean, Miguel Rojas is our third base coach. Luis. Uh, sorry, Luis Rojas is our, th- is our third base coach. I'm like, he's been good generally. He's sent a lot of guys stealing. But you got to be smart. You shouldn't be sending some like, Trevino, why was he doing an early steal today? I, yeah. I think some of the steals are on their own, the Yankees, at this point. I, I, don't, I don't think Trevino's picking a goal. I think they love the hit and run. I think they love putting guys in motion. I like the aggressiveness, but you got to be smart about it. you got to be good at it. Smart. Do we, are we bothered by, I know this is like a common topic, but the fact that the, like there are teams where the lineup is the same every day. Do do you, are you bothered that I it's want different every day? To be, I want the lineup to be the same every day. I do too. Yeah, but it's never, right it's now, right never, now, we have injuries, like Rizzo. Yes, one, two, three is honestly, always, honestly, the first month was so same. wacky. There was a, everybody was up and down every day, but I think kind of from like, uh, you know, April, uh, May, June, and most of July without the injuries, it was basically the same. Seven, eight, nine is different every night. Seven, eight, nine, I don't really care about. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it, it, I think a big reason for that is the health. Like you can't yeah. put Carpenter every day in right field, and I with stand out, you need a different right fielder sometimes. But honestly, honestly, I don't know the the statistics or our analytics behind why we rest certain guys certain days, but some of the decisions are really perplexing to me. Like why was Glaber having a day off? He had game two off in against Seattle. Yeah, then he had an off day, and today he was DHing. I don't, yeah, he I don't should know. be playing the field. Honestly, like I get the preserving things and everything, but you look back. I mean, there are still there. It's it's lot coming, but there's still a handful of guys that will play 162. Everyone on the Mets plays every single game. There's not a single guy in the team that will even probably break 150. DJ Judge, I think so. I don't think so. Definitely not Judge. Judge sits a lot. Rizzo sits a ton. Finn barely plays. Like honestly, I don't get. I get it, but I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, 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 I can't. I can't play on the Iron Man. But honestly, my point is, like, I, really, I really don't think this is going to have a much of a help on our October status just by resting these. That's that, that's a bigger baseball politics issue, but like. I like consistency, and you, I can guarantee you these guys want consistency. If you said to this lineup, hey, we're going with you guys, this lineup, whatever we want to call it, every day for a month, I bet you they hit better. Yeah, um, I'm sorry to go back to this, to Garrett Cole here, but I saw a stat on Twitter the other day. I don't remember it exactly. I apologize for not being prepared for this. But his, his numbers with Trevino 
are oh, so yeah. much better he, than his numbers. 540 ERA. 5.5 ERA versus a 5.4 ERA. That's what it is. And stupid Gary Sanchez retweeted it. Like, he makes a difference. Like, Cole didn't want to pitch to you either, buddy. So. Well, they didn't. That's what they yeah. piggy. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Sanchez. But I agree. Yeah, why why are they putting out there with Higashi Yoko with those numbers? No, they don't even think at all. No, I think Higashi Yoko just sucks. Here's the reality. I'll say this and to this day. The guy we should have gotten with... We should have signed Robinson Chirinos along with Garrett Cole because he was unstoppable. And he talked in many interviews about how Chirinos was the best catcher he's ever had. And he was a... Uh, he was for free on the market that year. Yeah. So, I think that we should have gotten him back then. I uh, hate when we don't play at Yankee Carter Stadium. almost went yard. That's, that's double deck at Yankee That's double deck at Yankee. Oh, man. That would have been special if Carpenter went yard there. Yeah. Uh, All right, next category. There. I think this one's interesting. Team chemistry. I, I think it's... I think it's a... Honestly, I'm gonna go with the seven now. I think, I think the Mon- yes. I think the Montgomery trade shook a lot I of think people. It rattled the pitching staff. I do agree with that, but at the same time, like, so okay, go back then. Let's just say that. What would you say about this entire situation if they added Pablo Lopez and Hicks was gone? Hicks is a veteran voice on the team who's been there for almost like six, seven years now. I, 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 I have to see the player reactions. I have to see the player reactions for that one. Yeah, everyone was gutted by this. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's not, it's not fun, but I don't know. I, I'd say I'm not that worried about the chemistry. I think that. Judge keeps his team together, and, and DJ and, you know, Carpenter is holding the four. I, I think that come October will be fine. I just think that July, August, for when we look back at this season, whatever it even turns out to, will just be a weird two-month period. The dog hopefully, it's not a pre- hopefully it's not a precursor for how we look in October. If it is, then we'll look back and say this is where, you know, shit hit the fan. But my honest opinion is that there, a lot of teams will go through slumps and, you know, just not look their best. And for us, if slumping is 500, that's a really fucking good team. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say something here. I think this is what the Yankees, the Yankees we expected at the beginning of the season. Just like the Yankees of last playing. year. I think what what we came into the season expecting is how they're playing right now. I agree. You talked about that. We talked. No, about I, we talked about that. Yeah. And honestly, like, I mean, what? Let's think about our honest reactions before the season started. We said fourth we place. Out, we missed out on Freddie Freeman. We missed out on Correa. We missed out on Correa, and we missed out on better pitching. So yeah. we were not happy, no. and they came up killing it. And even yeah. the first few games, we looked horrible. I remember saying, yeah, the season's... No, we, we won the first few seasons. No, no, no. That one series against the Orioles when we lost two out of three, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is like the same shit we beat the Red Sox out of the gate. Yeah. No, we, I mean, look, I, it's been a surprising thing, but I also think it's a big thing to be said. The first couple months, we beat the shit out of bad teams, and we've had exposure to some better teams, and we should, you know, we're seeing... Like, this game right now is a great game. I think we're hanging in. We have no, it has no business to us being only up by a run, though. Yeah, I mean, nine hits to three, and it's... 3-2 ball game. I mean, I enjoy Carpenter, this, but... Carpenter, so close, like, three feet, that ball's yeah, Check that whatever home run thing, because I think with that's Don, a home run at a it, lot of It takes a little while to update, yeah. but I'll have we'll one Don. Efforts, trotting effort. Yeah, 8-9, maybe get it. 8-9-1. Um, and then the final category, <laughs> overall overall concern with this team. I don't, I put my overall concern at, like, a 4 or 5. Right? I agree with that. I, I think, honestly, there's, there's totally cause for concern. This cause for concern with what's going on, but my my opinion is that this is still a great team. It was a seventy win team at the time. Um, you know, we're leading division by a lot, and I think it it just got to settle back in. I I love honestly, like depending on how the next couple games go, it could just determine that. But I think what would be really nice to see is like if Judge called the team meeting. You know, I know that no one really talks about this that much, but. Back in spring training, supposedly Judge called like a players-only meeting mm-hmm. um, until none of the managers to comment on anything, and that really supposedly set the tone for the season. 
They might need that now. They might need. I mean, listen, it's a long freaking season. We people underestimate how just how long the baseball season is. Um, they just need. I think they need a little reset. You know, maybe like beating a team like St. Louis would be really good for it. But I also think mentally, maybe you know, it'd be smart for a guy like Judge who wants to be the next captain of the team. Kind of just say, listen, hey, hey this, is, this is baseball. I think he is a captain. This is baseball. Yeah, he has so time there, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, But you know, there's a process the to become yeah. a Yankee yeah. captain. Um, but yeah. All right. High lows and hot takes. He wants to kick it off. Zach. Right, yeah, I can kick it off. Um, so my high of the week, I think I said, who did I say it was going to be? There you go. All right, my high of the week is going to be Josh Donaldson. God damn it, Zach. Um, so my high is Josh Donaldson. Wow, that was that was a strike. That was right you down the middle. Got <laughs> that to was, be kidding me. That was a joke. All right, so Josh Donaldson uh, went yard the other day. Um, hit a double against the Mariners in the game that we went to. I think he has a couple of hits tonight. I could be mistaken. Um, but Josh Donaldson, he's been much better. Been playing good defense aside from that one error against the Mariners. Um, and my low of the week is going to be Lucas Lickie. Uh, Who? Came in, Lucas Lickie. I don't know. Latouche. Yeah, yeah, Latouche. Come on. Latouche. I mean, Say he came right. in against the, against the Mariners in a pretty big spot and absolutely blew it. So. Yeah, all right. Well, wait, I, wait, wait. I totally take. Could, you have a take? Ooh, well, let's come back, back, from, the, uh, back on the hot um, So, yeah, my high of the week, and this might be a little caught off guard, but my high of the week is, is still Brian Cashman, honestly. Um, we went into this with expectation that we needed three things. Starting pitching, a defensive player in the outfield, um, and well, those are the main two things, right? And, and bullpen help, bullpen help. And he really got us that. We have two, you know, two new relievers after us playing the game right now. Um, we got Frankie Montas, and we got Andrew Benintendi, who's a 300 over hitter. I understand he's having a rough start. But and whatever happened with the Bader part, you know, we're going to have to like pass it. There's nothing we can do about it now. But Cashman has been a guy who's been very timid in the past. There's been a lot of seasons where you see clubs like last year, especially the Braves go out and make their team World Series ready. I think that Cashman made a lot of moves. Should they go right? Should Frankie Montes be a 3.0 you know, ERA player? Should Benetton start to pitch well? Hit well. Sorry, hit well. These are the things that make a World Series team, and I think if it all comes down to it, these guys will be quintessential pieces in October. Low of the week is going to be Aaron Hicks. He has been... E- Absolutely atrocious lately, um, over his last 28, and just doesn't seem to even have much energy. Like, in the outfield, he'll constantly just loop it in. Um, I think he's down about, you know, hearing trades, and even in a you know, presser earlier this week, Boone simply said that Harrison Bears is starting center fielder of next year. You know that Hicks hears those things. Um, so That's a crazy Low of the week, just for, stable. not only for, like, you know, his play, but I think mentally he's in a very weird place. I don't think he's there right now. My my high of the week is Anthony Rizzo. Um, he has been on fire. He's got home runs in four straight now. Right? Uh, it was full four? until the other game. Yeah, so he had... until yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been on fire. He's been holding up this top half of this Yankees lineup. Um, obviously, little concerned with his back stiffness out of nowhere. Like thirty minutes before the game, he that was, was he was scratched. So Maybe he little... on the plane. I mean, Maybe. it could it could just be um, like. 
pre- precautionary. Like he was like, yeah, but like he came out of warmth. So like, yeah, my back's a little bit tired. Yeah, doing, just say, not taking. You better chances. sit down. Sit the fuck. Down. No, honestly, it literally could have been anything. Like he's stretching. He's just, ah, it feels kind of tight today. You want to go? Maybe not today. You know, it's it, let's not. If it's tomorrow again, yeah, I'm gonna be a little worried because he missed four days with the back tightness a couple weeks ago. If you remember against Boston. And my low is Ben Attendee. I know, I know, you got to settle in. Blah blah blah. Um, but. One for 23. I think 23 at-bats on a new team, I think that should be enough to be settled in. Um, and it's not. He is not good at all. Uh, and he needs to get going because he's just adding to the problem of outfielders who can't hit for this team. Nate, you had the stat on that. Yeah, it would have been out in 21 out of 30 ballparks wow. that Carpenter hit. Efros um, with a huge strikeout. strikeout, two outs, one on the bottom of the seventh. This is a good sign from Efros. I, yeah. I know we were at the game and we couldn't see him, but on TV, like he looked really he looked really gross. nervous and he's got some confidence now. That which is is and he's an emotional pitcher, which right we there. need for October. You know, this guy, if this guy's getting this pumped in a in a you know, Friday night game in August, you can imagine in the Bronx is rocking. Yeah. Oh, he'll be going, he'll be jumping. Yeah. Hot um, takes. Hot takes. Um, I'm going to caveat off of what you said with Ben and Tendi. I think he's in a turn. They'll turn it around by October. Don't know when it will be, but I think it will be a huge hitter on this Yankees team come October. Is that a hot? Like, that I don't doesn't seem like a hot date. That's just like I mean, needs he is, to happen. He's one for tw- I think he'll be like. Yeah, but why is I think, that? A hot I think he'll be like one of our top three players going to the playoffs. That's not a hot, a hot. Like, he needs to. I mean, be what we. I'm saying, I'm saying he's going to be a top three hitter on this team. Our top three hitters right now are easily Judge, Stanton, Rizzo. I'm saying he's going to replace one of those guys in the playoffs. I'd be nice. I'd sign up for that. Hey. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know he's a playoff performer. Um, I mean, that catch against Houston. He's a great defender. He doesn't have a good arm, but gets to a lot of yeah, balls, balls that a lot of guys wouldn't. And that outfield's going to be crazy with Judge and right, oh, yeah. Bader and It'll center, awesome. and some quick guys. And, uh, yeah, and Penny and left. Be really nice upgrade from Judge Car- uh, Gardner. And- <laughs> right. uh, well, I'll get my hot take. Which is, you know, to bring it back to the show, the prayer, I think Rob Marinaccio is going to be absolute the stalwart of this pen going forward. Um, we need a reliable guy to come in in tight situations. I mean, Efros looks like he could be that. But Albert Abreu was someone I'm kind of high on lately. He came out firing. Just looks a little off. He throws gas, but it doesn't look that good. Um, I think Ron, we've seen the confidence grow. I think it's just going to continue to grow. I could see him getting high lev in an ALCS, ALDS situation. So, Wait, my, what's, what's your hot take? That Ron becomes a stalwart of the playoff bullpen. Okay. So, and I'm not kidding about that. He he, he chucks. He chucks. And then my other hot take is that Ron changes his number. Next season. <laughs> Next, Next season. Next season, yeah. And and Efros escapes a gigantic chance. Yep. Yes, he does. Great, great inning. Great yeah. inning. Yeah, look at the third smile. So let's get some runs. My hot take is, unfortunately, that the Toronto Blue Jays catch up. Not overtake the Yankees, but that they make this make a race down the stretch. Yeah. I honestly agree. I think that that, that team is gross. This series, like, really that good. four game set in September, uh, I think it's going to matter a lot. They're firing on all cylinders, but at the same time, we were firing for like you know, the first three months. We've been kind of down lately. Maybe they're peaking a little too early. That's what I'd love to see. We peaked too early in many years, so uh, <laughs> we peaked in like May this year. <laughs> well, no, that's the that's the sign of a good team. Yeah. If you're shitty in August, you're a good team. What? <laughs> Maybe the that's your hot you sure I think if you're hot in August in the dog days, then you're a good team. Well, I don't know. 
Let's have a good August. Yeah, really. Let's have, let's have a good rest of the season. So, the rest of the season starts with their series in St. Louis. It's a, what is it, a nine-game road trip that we got now? St. Louis, yeah, St. Seattle, Louis, Seattle, and then Boston. Boston. So, you know, hopefully we can go six and three. That'd this. Be beautiful. That would be great. One loss a series, I would take that. Yeah, five and four. I'd love to win these three series. I really would. Yeah. Boston, we should. I'd love to get a statement. You know, Boston if we, if sucks. Get, Boston sucks. They had Jackie Bradley yesterday. Uh, you know, Kyle Bloom is, is is horrible. Yeah. As GM, he has. I have no idea what he's even trying to do. Uh, I'd love to go into Boston and, and beat the shit out of them because that would be a confidence boost for these guys. Um, especially if we could come off and. Let's go back into Seattle and show them. Let's get a little revenge. They, you know, they, 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 yeah. they think they're hot shit right now. They beat us in Yankee Stadium. I hate the they're stupid not good. dance that they They're do. not good. We should go oh, in and show them ball. <laughs> let's get this road trip. You know, let's get See, it started right now. Man. And honestly, Donaldson's looking good this, this past two games. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that this... I actually think that this series, this series against the Cardinals is far more important than people think. I know it's interleague. I know whatever. It's a nice big moment. I, I, think, I think this is big. This team has got to get... They need a series win. They got to get back on track. Um, is there anything specific that you guys are looking I got, for from I got the series? One question: Minnesota comes to New York uh, first week of September. Gary Sanchez, boo. Yeah. Ovation. Nothing. No reaction. I'll no boo the shit I, out of him. Actually, I, I mean, there's a hundred percent gonna be. He's gonna actually. No one's gonna cheer him. I would stand up for Gio or something. Gio's gonna get a stand. But I, I, don't, I don't okay, Gio does not deserve standing up. I'm sorry. He looked at one now. He's a dog. What? He played for I mean, two seasons. He played for us in ALDS. He fucking flew into the dugout to make a catch. Yeah. Okay. DD was a few years ago, but yeah. I mean, no, Gary, uh, Gio hit one in uh, Cleveland against COVID Cleveland. season. Oh, he did. I, I don't know. That's the most I, irrelevant. I, I'm not, standing up <laughs> was pretty rare. No, no, I don't think he's standing up. He'll get collapsed, though. I, I think Sanchez gets He'll be positive. Sanchez gets booed. Sanchez sucks. I think. I, I, yeah, I 100% think. Yeah, I mean, he sucks, he dude. He did a soft grab out of third. He's jogging the first. I'm switching my low to Glaber Torres. Oh, uh, you stole my thunder. Out of the yeah, he, he's just, he's he's in one of those slumps. I mean, he's a hit to Where he, he cannot hit. Infield single oh, okay. that hit out the pitcher's glove. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Because he's walking slowly. Every time back. a guy's in a slump, he said, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm just saying he's been hurt last year. Zach loves Glaber so much that if he's bad, he Tyler. just has to be hurt. There's no way he can Glaber's just not be good. He's one of the league's best hitters. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's firing with hot takes this episode. Zach's our hot take, man. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that, you know, there's a short turnaround time. We had a day off, so there wasn't too much to talk about. Obviously, frustration levels are rising. Hopefully, we can get some confidence out of this road trip. Um, we'll, we'll be recording again after this series. Uh, at some point, either Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts, boys? Final thoughts. I'm, that's all for me. That's all for me. We all let's, good? Let's, let's have a good road trip. We need it. All right, let's go, Yankees. Thanks for listening. This has been the Ron Marinaccio Club Podcast. See you.